Welcome back to Desire Different Podcast, the podcast where we do just that and we desire something a little different. I'm your host, Nikki, sacred sexuality coach and persuader of sexual artistry and all things feminine. So I'm that girl, you know the girl I'm talking about, the one that prefers the guys. I've been like this since I've been in high school. Not that I was promiscuous or anything, nothing like that at all. But honestly, the guys were just more comfortable to me because I grew up with guys. And more specifically, I grew up with my dad and my brother. So there was a comfort level in the guys for me. It was what I knew. So this was all fine and well that I preferred the guys. But at an interesting point in my adult life, I did have a moment where I had to ask myself, what is my deal with women? Like I had this moment where I was kind of like, why don't I gravitate towards women the way I do men? I really started to think like there was something wrong with me. So when I slowed things down and really looked at this, I realized one, I definitely didn't prefer women, obviously. And also, I think I like had a resentment for women. Like I really, when I was digging and trying to figure out like, well, why don't I gravitate towards women in this way? It was kind of this thing like, all right, I don't prefer women, but like, I, I don't, I don't like them or like I resent them. And I had no idea that I was feeling this like in my core. So I feel like this alone speaks to the idea of thoughts and feelings and energies that live inside of us that we don't know anything about because they are deeper than the surface. We never really discover them. We don't dig enough. These are technically what they would say are like some version of like our shadow selves. These are like the things that consist of the shadow of us. And mine was this weird thing that I had newly discovered that like I had this issue with women. This was like my my hidden self, my, my shit. It was like my version of, not my version of myself, but a part of me that I hadn't given enough attention to at any given point. So now I'm like, okay, why the fuck do I resent women? Why am I disliking women? And I'm like, I'm not an overly jealous woman or anything simple like that. That's not like the simple answer that I'm just like a jealous, enraged kind of lady. Like that wasn't the answer. So I'm like, what's my deal? And now I'm really like, who the fuck am I? Like, what's really good? Like what's happening here? So I had to do some digging. And I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And what I realized was that this resentment towards women was actually coming from me resenting my mother. I don't think I hated her, but I definitely didn't respect her. I didn't like who she was and the fact that she wasn't around. She wasn't, she literally wasn't around much as I was growing up and she... I think I literally had probably like 
a handful of memories of my mother. She was less than part-time. She had given birth to this issue that I was newly realizing I had with women in general. She was honestly my first teacher of women. She was my first woman teacher and she did a terrible job at it. Like she made me feel abandoned. I think I felt so consciously like I wasn't good enough for women or something. And I think that I probably thought, well, this is what women are about. They're untrustworthy, they're selfish, and they're stupid. Like y'all, I thought she was stupid. Like the way I viewed her in a nutshell was like she was not smart. So because of all these things that were surrounding the thought of what I initially as a young girl thought of my mother, this was stopping me from getting close to women. I associated women with pain and the child inside me like that, you know, nurture your child, like listen to your child, that child inside me definitely had been holding so desperately onto this space that I wanted so badly for my mother to come and fill. Like I, even as an adult woman, I was still waiting for my mom to come and fill this beautiful space where I would feel loved and nurtured and like okay even when I was at zero percent. I feel like a mother's role is like so unconditional and the idea that I had never felt like I still love you even though you're at zero percent right now. I still love you when you're at two percent. Like I didn't get to experience that with my mom and I desperately wanted to and I don't you know what now that I'm thinking about it I don't know where that thought even came from because I didn't have, there was no woman figure in my life that was kind of showing like, this is what it's like to be loved by a woman. This is what it's like to have a mom. I might've been seeing it on movies or on television, but there wasn't some grand idea of like, I want that mom. Like I want that woman to be my mom. There was nothing I was seeing. I truly feel like it was embedded in me as like a young girl. Like that desire to be loved, that desire to be nurtured. There's a quote that I like and on Google, the author is unknown. And the quote says, a baby is born with the need to be loved and never outgrows it. And when I hear that quote, I think about how I had desperately wanted all of this unconditional love from my mom that I never got. So I was hot. Like in my subconscious, I was bitter and I had resentment and I was placing that on women in a general sense. I had given that to women in general. So by the time I realized that I was having these mommy issues and this like mother wound, my mother had been passed away for many years now. It had been probably around 13 years or so. I was 11 when she passed away. So with this new realization, with this new understanding about myself, I was on a mission to remove and or change this feeling of animosity that I had dwelling inside my spirit. And you guys, the craziest part about me realizing this when I did was I was a mom now, myself. At this point in my life, I had already had my own daughter. So I thought, if I'm having a shadowy subconscious issue with the way I view my mother and women, this obviously needs to be addressed. 
I don't want any of this negative energy to have anything to do with the way I interact with, raise, or cultivate my own daughter, who was, she was coming up on being the age of a young woman herself. I wanted nothing to do with sabotaging that relationship with my own daughter. My mom's issues were not mine. So I felt extremely determined to fix this problem entirely. I didn't want to have those moments where my resentment was making me bitter towards my daughter or maybe where I was like, oh, well, my mom was half-assing it. You know, maybe I can just half-ass this. I, I didn't want anything. I didn't want to feel any of that. I didn't want any of whatever my mom did. You know what? I, I guess without realizing it, I was in a mode of I'm breaking this curse, right? Like not to say that it had been running in our family, which honestly, you guys, I don't know if it had. I don't really know or have a good understanding of what my grandmother, my mom's mom, I don't know what that relationship was like. So I don't know if there might've been an issue there, but I knew, I knew I was not, this isn't gonna repeat itself. So I need to work on me and I need to do it fast. So the quest began. I started doing a lot of reading. I was checking out books, articles. I spoke with my therapist about how to heal trauma from an absent mother. That's essentially what I realized it was. I was having issues because of that absence and that lack of. And doing all this research and talking with my therapist about all of this because it's new to me, it was triggering. So after the research and talking with my therapist, ultimately in a nutshell, what I realized was that I needed to look at this from a different lens. There wasn't a lot I could do here. I needed to change the way I was thinking about this situation. I didn't need to lie and act like my mom wasn't shit or lie to myself and act like she was still alive or anything like that. I really needed to accept all of this. So what I did was I accepted the absolute truth about it, but I changed the way I was perceiving and reacting to it. I decided to change the lens I was looking at it through. I realized the only way I could heal from this was to change choosing to be pissed about it. I ultimately, and I didn't have a choice as a young girl feeling like, wow, you know, I want my mom to nurture me. Like growing up, Growing up with my dad was fantastic, but growing up without a feminine source, growing up without the nurturing effects of having a mom was hard. And I was pissed. I was choosing to take that and say, well, I'm, I'm pissed. You know what I mean? I was taking that and saying, well, I don't like that. Like, fuck that. That's what I was doing with what had happened to me because of my mom. So I had to change that. I had to change out the lens. I had to change out the processing. I had to change out the way I was receiving that. So this new mindset that I decided to take on regarding my mom was more of, let me look at her. Let me look at Debbie. Let me look at her and try a little bit of understanding. So what I came up with was that I was not understanding her. At no point was I considering what's my mom's story? Why 
Why were things like this? I didn't understand her or her story or her journey or the path that she walked. I just knew what her shit made me feel. I knew what her shit spilling onto me or not spilling onto me did to me and what that made me feel. And what I really learned was my mom had a rough go at life. I still don't know the turning point for the drugs and the alcohol, but I do know that her parents disowned her when she decided to have children with a black man. And I also know that that's a valid reason for a young woman to decide to have an abortion. And my mom still chose to give birth to me, even with the parents disowning and everything. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And what I also realized during this journey while I was trying to re-examine and look at this differently, process it differently, I realized that sometimes people trying their best might look like a very little bit. Sometimes, for many different reasons, all personal to that specific person, them trying may be very minuscule. It might be a little bit. It might be all that they have to give. For some people, that's all the energy they have to give to that specific thing. And that is their maximum effort. So if someone's maximum effort is looking minuscule, that's a choice that they are making because people truly and honestly do what they want to do. And they put forth as much effort as they want to. And we might not ever know what shapes that. We might not ever know what drives a person to try a little bit harder or try a little bit less. We might not know that. And I realized when it came to my mom that she was giving her best. She was doing the best with what she had. So what I then decided to do with this energy, the energy that was my like mother wound and my ultimately my fears of abandonment and my misconception of some of the women around me, which was so insane. I decided to accept my mom's truth. I accepted her story. I accepted that she tried her best. I felt the pain of that reality in its entirety. I accepted that her path was not my path. I came to understand that it was okay and necessary to detach from that space within me where I still yearned for her. The reality of that was that she was not going to provide that to me. I accepted that and later came to realize with my meditative practice and my prayer practices, I made sure that I was now open to receiving her spiritually. You guys, I honor my father so much and it's always my dad that I feel connected with spiritually. I was not holding space for my mom at all. I was truly choosing bitter, pissed, anger, resentment. I, I had a 360 in that. I chose to change the way that I was thinking about that. So my mom was now allowed in to my spirit in those spaces. And that felt good to me. It felt so healing. I practiced self-compassion for myself and empathy for myself during that time. I surrendered to the idea that I won't feel my mother nurture me. And with tears, I accepted that. I visually and spiritually released the space that lived deep within my heart. 
that had always belonged to her. I let it float into space as a light, a light made of love. I disconnected from my mother energetically through a cord cutting ceremony. I wiped clean of her the way I remembered her and I allowed space for a new energy to be born of our relationship. One where I no longer felt resentment or disrespect. I was now able to honor her because I chose to believe that she did her best. And I was honestly thankful to be alive. And that was because of her. And you guys, in her absence, because of the choices that she made, my father was the one that was able to raise and cultivate me. And he did that beautifully. Now, I thank my mother for choosing my father. (laughs) I thank my mom for choosing my father. It's crazy. It's crazy how it turned. All of that allowed me to really try and take myself into a space where I could appreciate her. If her level for me was low, if I felt like she wasn't giving the right energy, she wasn't giving enough energy, if she was able, if she was only able to produce low energy towards me, that was okay. And what I realized was that's her, that's my mom. But she did some things that were okay and she did some things were definitely right. And one of those things she absolutely did right was choosing my father. That she did right. So with all this, after this journey, (laughs) I was able to mark this mother wound healed. I declared it. I manifested it healed. I no longer operated from a space of, I have a mother wound or I have abandonment issues because of my mom. I left that shit in the universal abyss. I declared the healing done. And while I was examining myself and what this may have been doing to me, I realized that some of the other ways this was showing up was in my self-esteem. I didn't believe in myself the way I should have because I felt like my mother didn't like me. I wasn't important to my mom, so I was thinking I wasn't shit. And that showed up for me in a lot of ways with low self-esteem. At times in my life, I was codependent and not even for the right reasons. Sometimes you can be latched onto someone in a codependency situation and it kind of makes sense. Like if this person's just kind of fucking phenomenal, but I was codependent on weird shit, okay? (laughs) Embarrassing stuff. I don't think that I dealt with this a lot, but I did learn that sometimes it can also produce in a person excessive and like over independence. I guess you're trying to prove something somewhere in your life. And of course it was giving a fear of rejection or abandonment, which was so hard. And it can create issues with you when it comes to setting boundaries. With trouble setting boundaries, that can happen because your first love, which is your mother, doesn't accept you. So now you're accepting anything that rolls your way that you think might be an inkling of love. So you're not setting boundaries. You're not standing up for what you actually want, what you actually believe. You're kind of just taking whatever comes because you just want that love. You want that feeling. So these are some of the other ways that this was showing up in my life and in my world. And once I decided to take that and turn things around and choose a different way to react to it, my life 
improved so much. My quality of life improved so much. I just really had a new found understanding of who I was and also how to problem solve. Being able to realize that I had a problem because I was reacting to something in a specific way that was really negative for my own energy, it was uplifting. And I thought, you know what? I took a really big problem that I could have carried with me my entire life and I solved it. And the problems like that can pour into our children. It was so important to me that none of this trauma I was dealing with showed up in me cultivating and raising my own daughter. And if you're struggling with any of these things, or you may have a mother wound or some maternal trauma that needs examining, know that you are not alone. And know that I am a woman that had that issue and it was so deep. And I was able to correct that for my benefit. I didn't want to hold a grudge anymore. I didn't want to hold on to that anger or that pain. Highest blessings to you all. And thank you for checking out my podcast. And thank you so much for making this a safe space where I can share the intimate details and the emotional details of my life with you all. I appreciate you. Until next time, hug longer and vibrate higher.